you don't have intention, you just live the default life. And you're not choosing what you want, you're taking what you're given. But is that what you want? That was Kirsty from Forever Body Yoga joining me. And if you are interested in hearing how Kirsty shifted from a default life to an intentional life, listen on. Hey guys, Kylie here. And I truly believe that everyone has the power to create their dream life. I hope you join me on this podcast and maybe you take away some tips and tricks on how you can live a more intentional life every single day. All right, guys, on this episode of the Create Podcast with Kylie, I have a really special guest, one of my people that keeps me very sane and accountable in my life, Miss Kirsty. And Kirsty is a New Zealand born but London based accountant and yoga teacher who specializes in yoga for everybody. She is an anatomy nerd that loves to figure out how things work. She is a mom cat to, or a cat mom to biscuit cat and my accountability partner in life. She doesn't know it's for life yet, but it's for life. <laughs> um, say hello, Kirsty. <laughs> hello. That's quite the introduction. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thanks for being on. Um, I am so excited and thankful that you agreed to be the first guest on the podcast. It feels like quite the privilege. Thank you. I feel like if there is one person that deserves to be the first guest, it would be you because I was telling Davey, actually, as I was telling him that you were going to be a guest on the podcast today, he was like, wait, I'm not going to be the first guest. And <laughs> I was like, this podcast probably wouldn't exist if Kirsty and I did not have a relationship. So no, you're not going to be the Get first aside, Davey, I'm coming through. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we are going to start with some rapid fire. That way the listeners can get to know you a little bit better. And I actually don't know the answer to most of these questions. So I will get to know you a little bit better as well. Okay. Do you agree? Okay. Is this consensual? Okay. All right. (laughs) Coffee or tea? Coffee. Whoa, that's not very London of you. I know. (laughs) I'm a trainer. (laughs) (laughs) Vinyasa or restorative? Vinyasa. Ocean or mountains? Oh, that's hard. Um, ocean. Favorite book? Um, cheesy. It's going to be cheesy, but it's probably Eat, Pray, Love. Oh, Whoa, okay. Good I know. One. It's embarrassing, but it was a pivotal moment in time. I feel that. I feel yeah. that. Favorite yeah. band? Oh, I don't know. At the moment, I really like Calvin Harris. I don't have a favorite band. Yeah. I really like, I have a little girl crush on Calvin Harris, so I can agree with yeah, that. Yeah, hot accent too. Favorite quote? Oh, um, if you can dream it, you can be it. I like that. That's very broad. <laughs> it's like very yeah. fitting to everything in life. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then the last two questions, which I'm really curious. So you're a yoga teacher. Do you like teaching in person or online better? I think. 
but when you teach in person there's more of an energy transfer and i mm -hmm. really like that however when you teach online you can reach more people so you can make a difference you can impact more people so there's pros and cons to both i'm gonna say i'm sitting on the fence i'm sitting on that fence with you we're, we're sitting on the same fence yeah all right and this is the last one and then I'm, I'm prepared to hear all the gripe cat or dog again i'm on the fence <laughs> <laughs> you can say i am a cat mother but i dream of owning a dog i grew up with both i want both you can say both that was a very mean question it was just curiosity out of my yeah. Um, every now and then I see that for the listeners that would watch us or that do watch us in real life you can see biscuit cat and Simon doodle make appearances in the majority of our videos yeah sometimes wrecking shit. <laughs> yeah most of the times wrecking shit so mm -hmm. um yeah so thank you so much for being here thanks for playing my rapid fire questions I had a lot of fun making them especially specific to you good question um, and for the listeners that know that this podcast is about the power to step into your creative energy and to create a life that you love. So my first question is, what does having an intentional or creative life mean to you? For me, this is actually something that goes back to a course that I did quite a long time ago. And it's, if you don't have intention, you just live the default life. And you're not choosing what you want. You're taking what you're given. But is that what you want? So you need intention. You need focus to get what you really want. Yeah. That That's a fantastic answer. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. So the whole idea of me creating my life came back to a course I took as well. And that kind of that, that power that it gave me to decide instead of just like, Someone called it a, a life escalator, and I really liked that term. Mm -hmm. So, like, you get to step yeah. off the proverbial life escalator and start to make decisions, and I think yeah. that's really powerful. What's one of the biggest decisions that you made that helped create your life? Like, if you could, like, kind of boil it down to one decision. That's a really deep question. I, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, think of I, one pivotal moment, just one. <laughs> um, this, is, this is big, actually, here. Um, I, I was married when I was younger and I was taking the default life and I decided to leave that relationship. Wow. That's very strong of you. Create my own path. Yeah. It would have that's been awesome. a very different life. What yeah. was like the, what was the straw that made you make that decision though? Um, I went on a personal development course for three weeks called Outward Bound. So if you're familiar at all with Duke of Edinburgh, anything like that, um, it takes you away from everything for, I did the longest course available. So that was three weeks away from everything. You had no contact with the outside world. Um, you step into your space. You have no control of your environment. You're told what to pack and where you're going. You're with the same people for 14 days. You've got two leaders. You do what you're told when you're told. It pulls back those masks, pulls back those layers. You're tired all the time, so you don't have that kind of bravado on. Is that the right word? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh, cool. Um, so they all go. You're seen at your worst. You're seen at your best. 
they kind of strip you down, rebuild you. That's super powerful. Um, yeah. I, I always kind of preach in any of my classes or in this podcast is the best way to step out or to step into intention is to step out of habit. So it sounded like yeah. it just gave you no habit to a place to rebuild from. Completely. And I don't know if you've read this book, but in the book, The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer, I highly suggest this book. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, I think there's a quote that says something similar to with great uncertainty comes great power and change. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. You just signed up for like the great uncertainty for three weeks and then it shifted yeah. everything. Yes. <laughs> Well, I mentioned this in the, the brief bio at the beginning. You're an accountant and you are a yoga teacher. So what made you switch from being an accountant to having a life, a yogic lifestyle, a quote unquote yogic lifestyle to a yoga teacher? <laughs> it again comes back to the, the why, the what I actually wanted. So, um, I became an accountant more from a place of fear because, I mean, let's face it, chartered accountant, that's good money, right? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't grow up with that and I wanted to make sure that I would never be in the same situation myself as an adult or, or as a parent. So I had a plan to be a chartered accountant. I was working. I thought I should do a little something. And my manager said to me, if you tried a little bit, you could do this. And I was like, oh, cool. Good money. I only have to try a little bit. I'll do that. <laughs> so I did. And then 20 years in, nearly 20 years in, it just wasn't feeding my soul. It wasn't satisfying. I was becoming more stressed, more anxious because things weren't right for me in a holistic purpose of life. And I went on a wellness retreat, trying to find the balance and did some yoga. And it started to feel different. I started to question things from a different angle and why I was doing things. And as yoga started to influence more of my why, coming back to the not living the default life, doing things from love rather than from fear. Yoga stepped more and more into my life. I took the risk, I retrained, and now I'm all about the yoga. I love it. I love accidental yoga classes that change life because that's how I came to yoga too, was a quote unquote like accidental yoga class. Yeah. And it is, it is really funny, I think, when someone gives you the tools of mindfulness or just like it hands you the power to kind of take a control where it almost, you become like an addict to that feeling. Yeah. And you're like, wait, how can I get more of this? And then like looking back, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to become a yoga teacher. <laughs> yeah. Let me do this. Let me share let me, it with the other people. Yeah. Let me do this. Let me, let me let you become an addict too, is kind of what I tell people. Yeah. Um, so with that, how do you center yourself as you try to balance both your life as an accountant and a yoga teacher, like what's your secret sauce to keep coming back to your why, to your values, to that intentional creative life? Um, I'm still trying to find that. So I'm finding it more. So I'm, I'm not going to claim that I, that I own that completely. I have days where it's completely off 
and days where I'm like rocking it. So <laughs> on days where I'm rocking it, I think it's where I can create a divide between the two. I can, it can be quite hard sometimes when I'm in the, in the two spaces at once. And I think when I step onto that mat and even if I'm not flowing, sometimes it's just actually sitting and breathing, then I can come back to what it is I want and why I want that to live that and to be that from a more balanced space when I get caught between the two is when I find it a challenge. I relate to that a lot. Just yeah. so the listeners know, uh, neither of us have it all together. Kirsty's accountability um, status also is holding me accountable to showering every other day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In addition to building massive businesses, we also just hold each other accountable to showering. So yeah. for those yeah. of you that listen to <laughs> this podcast, whatever you're going through right now, we're all just doing the best with what we got. So. Yeah. Focus and intention is great. So is hygiene. Keep so the is hygiene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny because we've never actually met each other in person. So she never, she has no stake in making sure I shower because yeah. you can, there's no smell vision in how we yeah. meet on Zoom. So <laughs> I kind of giggle on that and I send all of my gratitude to you. So does Davey, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> so bringing you back to how you center yourself, what does your, what are some other things that you create in life? I mean, I know as a yoga teacher, and I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast are yoga teachers or coaches in some way. What are some other ways that you center yourself off the mat? Because it's sometimes hard when you do teach something that you use as a practice to keep you sane, to yes. make it keep you sane all the time. It's hard to switch off that business side of being a yoga teacher and just have your own practice. So what are other things that you lean into? For me, it's stepping outside of the apartment, of my office, wherever it is that I am. So getting that time with nature. And I, I live in, in London City, so not in the central city, but it's busy. And where I live, there's lots of tourists as well, most of the time anyway. So it's a case of getting out for a walk, trying to have some kind of time away. And I'll either, sometimes I put podcasts on like these, love them, but sometimes as well, I just need music just to switch off. I'm not thinking, I'm not learning, I'm not processing consciously. Um, I'm just walking to music and that's when thoughts and feelings and all sorts of stuff just come my way. And sometimes they just move on through. Yeah, I love that. I love nature too. I can like tell when I need to put myself in a nature timeout. Yeah. I call it, that's what I call it. I call it a nature timeout. I'm like, oh, we're going to go outside for a little bit and we're not coming back inside. You can't make us. Yeah. <laughs> but no, so for for those who don't know Kirsty personally and who are listening and getting to know her, she is one of the most driven people I've ever met. When we meet bi-weekly to rattle off the list that we need held accountable for, her list keep like put my list to shame. <laughs> 
And sometimes when we meet for accountability meetings, she has like added bonus items to her list that she's already rocked. So how do you switch off? And then on the flip side of that, how do you find as much, I'm gonna, for lack of a better term, gusto to push through? Um, oh. The gusto, that's probably the easier one to answer. I want this. I want this life. I want to be able to bring yoga to be able to bring time, to be able to bring connection, to be able to bring strength to people. And I need to find the ways where that connects for people, different forums, different delivery. So I am continuously finding how to do that, trying different ways, what's connecting, what's landing with people. So it pushes me to do that because when it does land with someone, it's so rewarding. I love it. And I know that, you know, the gift of yoga is the gift of giving and, you know, we all love to give a present, not to receive one, but man, I really do honestly love seeing that <laughs> click moment in people. That is the gift of giving. That's really awesome. That just feeds me. So that's what keeps me going. Um, how do I tune out? <laughs> I watch really bad television, really bad television. And I get judged for it all the time and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I watch terrible TV and uh, yeah, it requires no thinking. So that's my switch off. That's a great one. I think that stepping off the, the life escalator into a more creative life, you have to have this, this sort of mindset where you're like, I'm going to get judged for it and I'm not going to care. So I think that like, you just have to use that. Like, I don't care if I'm being judged when watching really bad TV too. Yeah. That's exactly where Davy and I were at when we binge watched the Tiger King. No shame. <laughs> Love the Tiger King. Crazy. No shame. <laughs> no. So to kind of close out this interview or to ask like, just like the last final questions is tell a little bit about the style of yoga that you teach, kind of your specialty in what you like to put out there in the universe and where people can find you. Okay. So my specialty, what came from my students, is I teach real people yoga, apparently. Um, I have a bendy body. I don't teach too much crazy extreme bendy stuff. It's, it can be out there in the media as this amazing thing to be able to, you know, walk on your hands and feet at the same time. But what's more important to me is that as, as I move through life and as my students move through life, that we can bend down, tie our shoelaces and have the ability to come back up. I don't want to get stuck down there. So it's about building that balance and that strength in our body. So that's kind of one of the key things. I want us to be able to look after these bodies through life. But when I teach, I also want to teach how your body is working, what your mind is saying to you at the same time. So for me, then that's the words I use. And taking moments through the class to pause, to connect, to maybe close those eyes down or take a low gaze, listen to what's happening in the body 
and listen to how your mind is speaking to you. What's your brain saying? What are those two pieces? So bringing those together, because I think we live in these, but we don't necessarily know how they work. Correct. <laughs> yeah. And we, from a young age, I think, are encouraged to ignore the sensations, the feelings, the thoughts. So I want to provide that opportunity for people to bring that back, to own that once again, to learn what that means for them. That's so, fantastic. Yeah. I think... I think that's something that I, that was like what yoga taught me initially is I remember sitting in my first yoga class, my first quote unquote accidental yoga class. And <laughs> some, like they taught me to breathe. And at first the egoic mind was like, you already know how to breathe. You've stayed alive this long. Yeah. No, like, no, I did not know how to breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, and bringing that balance and that, that bridging together of of everything where you can like step in your body and become the watcher. And then in addition to becoming the watcher, take control over a lot of systems that we don't naturally have control over is pretty, it's a pretty magical thing. Yeah. So if, if that struck a chord with people or if that kind of lit people up and they want to learn more, where can they find you? So I'm on Instagram and Facebook as forever body yoga. And then uh, you can find my website, which is foreverbody.co.uk and YouTube, Forever Body Yoga as well. That's fantastic. Yeah, Yeah, check her out. Um, We, at the same time, have been launching programs and she's getting ready to launch a program. Do you want to tell people about that? So um, at the moment, I've got a bit of a how-to series for those of you that are new to yoga and maybe want to just return back to your basics there. How can we move safely and building those foundations in our yoga practice? So you can find that on my website, foreverbody.co.uk. Grab that there. And if that is interesting for you and you want a little bit more, then there's a journey into yoga, which is following up on that, where you can get a little bit more, start flowing, and that's all online. So you'll always have that to keep returning and keep checking what your current baseline is. You hear that. So all of the American listeners here, you do not have to go to London to practice with her. Um, just <laughs> You just have to hop on the interwebs and use that weird thing dot UK that us yeah. Americans aren't very accustomed to yeah. using. <laughs> yeah. You oh, guys can own it, man. <laughs> yeah. And also when you watch any of her videos, it's kind of like the game Where's Waldo? Where's Biscuit Cat? Because yeah. it's like it's appearance. It's the same with Simon, although Biscuit Cat's very quiet and Simon normally comes into videos like a wrecking ball um, (laughs) with like bells. Wrecking ball. A very cute wrecking ball, but there's like balls flying everywhere and like bells being rung and things being knocked over. So Biscuit Cat, it's real life. It's yoga. Yeah. You specialize for yoga for real people. It's just real life yoga. I think we all have this like idea that yoga has to look very specific and like we're sitting in this like beautiful meditation room that's perfectly quiet and that's fine and dandy but you're supposed to take what you learn on your mat and take it with you off your mat Mm -hmm. and real life is not that quiet meditation room no i take real life station half the time you you breathe through it (laughs) yeah 
you just breathe it in, let it go. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much for being the first ever guest. I appreciate you more than you will ever know. Thanks, man. Love you. It's great. I love you too. And if anybody wants to check Christy out, I will also put all of her information in the show notes. So just head on over to the show notes and all of the weird links with the .uk will be there and definitely sign up for her beginner basics because she is really yoga for everybody. So with that being said, as a reminder that you create your next step rather than react to it, I will see you next time. Bye. See you. There you have it. That ends episode eight of season one. Again, if you want to hear more from Kirsty, I urge you to head on over to the show notes and follow the links to all of her offerings. She has so many good courses and classes up on her website and she truly is yoga for everybody. And if you liked this podcast, please subscribe or if you have an extra moment, like and leave an honest review, it would help me out a ton and mean the world for me. Thank you for listening to Create Your Dream Life with Kylie. And may you always remember that you can create your next step rather than react to it.